Test, test, one, two, three. Test, test, one, two, three. Hey guys! Welcome to Brain Food. This is episode 22. Um, I kind of have a lot of ideas of how this episode's gonna go. I feel like I am constantly searching for new ideas for a podcast every week, and I feel like I can start to sound like a broken record, um, to say the least. I'm like, either one day I'm like, oh, I'm sober. And then the next time I'm like, my friends suck. So I think, okay, this is my personal opinion. I see nothing wrong in complaining as long as it is not personally hurting anyone. And I don't think it's hurting me by complaining about the things that I don't like and the stuff that kind of bothers me. Because I feel like on this podcast, in real life, I am not much of a complainer. I am more of someone who makes jokes out of the stuff that bothers me. I'm not, like, complaining and, like, dreading and, like, ruining everyone's day. I'm more of a person who tries to see the light in the things that ignore me. But I wanted to take an episode to talk about um, some of the things that I don't like and why I don't like them. Um, I just was listening to Emma Chamberlain's episode and it was about pet peeves. And I really do have a lot of those. A lot of things bother me. I never let it actually, like get to the extent of where it's altering the way I'm working or the way I'm functioning that day. It's just stuff that bothers me and I don't see anything wrong with talking about that. Um, (laughs) Usually this episode, this episode, this podcast is more of like a positive light and like motivating and trying to help your day make it a little bit better and I'm always here to do that. But maybe you're having a hard day, and maybe if I talk about some of my pet peeves and shit that bothers me, and you agree with me, and you have some of the same pet peeves, it'll at least make you feel heard or seen. Um, so today I'm going to talk about shit that bothers me. I don't know what I'm going to name this episode. I need to, like, brainstorm while I'm actually talking about it. Um, I don't know. Some of my episode names, I feel like... And my Pisces moon is, like, literally screaming right now when I when I talk like this. But when I think of podcasts... Sorry, I'm going to move my mic. When I think of podcast names, I always go for, like, these poetic themes and stuff. And I had, like, five names of what I wanted to make this episode about. Today's episode, I was going to make it about, like... So my first one was... There was too much mercury. And if you really look into that title, like, it's fucking stupid. (laughs) Like, I'm gonna be honest. I thought it was being, like, serving poetic justice. And, like, literally thought it was, like, a literature major when I wrote that. I was like, I'm literally a genius. But then I, but then I, like, read it over and I was like, Kat, you literally sound so stupid. (laughs) Like, it was, okay. The name was gonna be there's too much mercury and mercury is something that will like literally blind you like it will oh I need to stop saying like it's like a tick I'm so sorry but mercury is something that blinds you right it's something that if it gets in your eye like I fuck sorry I keep saying it (laughs) I learned in earth science so it's technically like a mineral but it's like liquid holy shit I need to stop I'm so sorry guys that's one of my pet peeves people say like and literally all the time and I keep doing it and I don't know why I think I'm just filling space but basically if I don't think about it I won't do it 
Um, but mercury is basically a mineral that is liquefied, but it's poison. It's like poison. It's like the stuff they put in like thermometers to make it go up and down. It's like, I don't know, even know how it works, but if it gets in your eye, like it will permanently blind you like immediately. Like even if you wash your eyes out for like 15, 20 minutes or you go to the hospital, like it, oh my God, I'm so sorry guys. (laughs) It's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I think it's my ADHD. (laughs) I, I've, I need someone to get a like counter I swear to god I've maybe said it 50 times (laughs) and I keep thinking about it so it's making me worse um but if it gets in your eyes it blinds you so the whole background of the whole episode was going to be I was blind and I couldn't see things the way that uh, you know as they were I couldn't see real life in my own perception of what life actually was in real time. I had like my own world thought up in my brain and I was living through that instead of actual reality. And it was going to be, the title was going to be, there was too much mercury, meaning I was too blind to see what life was really about, basically. So I was going to talk about that. My next idea was being numb isn't freedom and I really as soon as I sat in this car I really thought that I was gonna going to do that but I feel like I can get too deep and poetic when I talk on this sometimes and maybe people like that but I feel like once in a while as people we need to have a comedic relief and a break because if we make our lives and the way we see other people's lives so like I don't even know, not even romanticized, but if we see it and we take it too seriously, we're going to put that on ourselves and take our own lives too seriously. And I'm going to be honest, I had a senior banquet today and it was like this big party that every, every senior goes to and they do announcements and shit and I didn't go. (laughs) And I don't tell anyone like why I don't want to go, but everyone was like, Kat, like you have to come, like you have to go, but genuinely I have the like sometimes like crippling social anxiety and I don't even think I'm thinking about how other people see me I think it's how I see myself and I'm not even insecure like deep-rooted genuinely speaking I don't think I'm an insecure person as of right now I think it's more of I think they see me as who I used to be still And I think that's a reflection of how I'm feeling, not them. Because I could give two shits about what other people think about me. And you could say the same for those people. They probably could not care less about what I'm doing tonight. (laughs) But I don't know. I think that's just how anxiety works. Like, I work myself up. And I I just don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm going to psych myself out for no reason. Um, I feel like that's a valid excuse to not go, but high school is, like, so unimportant. (laughs) The education part is, but if you're not popular or 
have something interesting about you that keeps the circle going and kind of the social ladder keep going up, nobody cares about you at all. And I really don't care about high school anymore. Like, I'm a senior. I'm leaving. I'm never going to see these people ever again. And I know that's so basic for me to say, but I'm never seeing those people again. (laughs) And I really don't care. And it's not important. I'm not going to prom. Not doing any of that. And I hate how people see that as like, oh, you just want to be different. Like, I just don't want to go. I don't want to be socially anxious and worrying about how I look and talking to people that I have nothing in common with and don't see my world as I see it. There's only like four or five people that I would actually want to talk to and it will not be a core memory in my life. You know what? Prom is one of my pet peeves. Fuck prom. It is such a stupid tradition and I'm, I know I'm being like, I'm so different, but like, I really don't understand why people and parents and guardians take so much offense when you don't want to go to prom. Like, I'm not even trying to not go to prom for, like, attention or for my own self-esteem or ego. Like, I just don't want to go. (laughs) It is so stupid. And I I don't know, like, if maybe if I had, like, a movie moment where, like, some guy asked me or something like maybe I don't even think then I think I'm I'm so stubborn to the fact of like that is the most important part of high school is prom and graduation like graduation is important but prom is so stupid in my mind it's just a popularity contest and it's ridiculous I am not going to that no way (laughs) um I don't know I went to prom junior prom last year and I got shoved on the ground and made fun of and went to after prom and relapsed so it's just not something I want to be entertaining I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I'm going to be uncomfortable and not want to be there um that's just my opinion and my pet peeve on that prom is something that I've never really wanted to do I've been telling my mother since ninth, eighth grade that I don't want to go and she takes so much offense to it and I just don't know why. It's like this unspoken rule that if you don't go to prom, you're going to regret it in your 40s. But like, if I'm going to regret not going to prom in my 40s, have I really lived a life of enjoyment? That's sad. I don't know. I feel like people are too shallow to understand that I want to do these humongous things with my life. And whenever I say like, I want to be famous and I want to you know, be globally known as cat. Like, they laugh at me. And I don't know. I feel like everything in life happens for a reason. That's just my take on it. I feel like if prom is one of the biggest moments of your adolescent life, like, you are a loser. No offense. <laughs> that's not fair, actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean that. That's, I think that's for me. Like, I feel like if you're not egotistical, enjoy your prom. But most of the kids that are, like, (laughs) diehard for prom are, like, egotistical maniacs. And, like, think it's the biggest moment of their entire life. I don't know. I don't have nothing against prom itself. Like, my pet peeve isn't prom itself. 
it's the fact of people who don't enjoy it and don't want to go are shamed for not going and feel like they're going to regret it when it's everyone else making them regret it, not them. I don't know. Like, I didn't go to my banquet t- tonight. Am I going to cry over it? No. Am I going to regret it in my 30s and 40s? No. Like, I could honestly care less. <laughs> and I I know I'm coming off as like, I don't even care. It's not affecting me. Like, I literally lost one of the superlatives, and I was mad for, like, three seconds, and then I got over it, and I'm not even thinking about it anymore. (laughs) I texted my friend. I was, like, so mad. I was like, what the fuck? And then, like, two seconds later, I was like, okay, wait, I'm kind of happy for her. She kind of deserved that. But, like I said, everything happens for a reason. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it, because, like I said, if we take our lives too seriously, it will be the end of us. Um... I don't know. I think I, I I have, like, a lot of stuff I want to talk about. I feel like my flow of conversation starts to come. I feel like if I think about what I'm going to talk about, I start to be like, oh, my God, I'm seeing like too much. And I get fucking annoying. So I think I'm going to just keep reading my titles and explaining them. And then, like, the flow of the conversation will, you know, go pretty smoothly. Um, I'm also talking with my hands like you guys can see that. And I just got back from the gym. My car is running still and it smells like musk because I have a black ice little tree and I have my gym bag and it smells like ninth grade in here. Like it smells disgusting. (laughs) Um, Anyway, my third title was like, these are all different ideas of what. So my first episode idea was going to be, I was blind, my lack of identity, blah, blah, blah. Second one was being numb is in freedom so that was going to be more of I'm a very okay me as a person and I know I talk about this a lot I'm like I'm so vulnerable and independent but I come off as as someone who's very optimistic about relationships because I hide the fact of I am terrified of them most of any relationship that I've ever made with someone ends up with me ghosting them or getting scared because I think they're going to hurt me so I run away. Um, And especially in these past couple of months, and I don't even think I'm doing it intentionally, I'm doing it more of... I don't see any value of having them in my life. And it's nothing personal, like... Oh, I can get nothing from them. It's more of like, they don't make me happy in the way I want to be feeling. Like, they don't bring me the joy that I need. And I I feel as if I am constantly entertaining their problems. Not entertaining, but helping them with their problems. Helping them through things. And they're always like, Kat's like, she's so good at giving advice. But at the end of the day, as great as an advice giver as I am... That's not what a friendship is. A friendship is loving each other, loving each other for your differences, and coexisting in different spaces and growing together from it. I'm not there to be your therapist. And that's a really... See how that just worked? I'm so smart. Like, that's one of my big pet peeves, is being a crutch. Like... I feel like people use me as their crutch 
all the time and it makes me so mad and maybe I see it that way but I think a lot of other people see it that way with my relationships as well I feel like not that I pick really bad friends and they're not even bad friends they're just really damaged people and whether I'd like to admit it or not I feel like I can fix not fix but help these people because the friends that I pick I see a lot of myself in them and since I've become better and I've healed I think that I can put that same energy into them but at the end of the day they're not going to get better if they don't want it they have to want it to get better like everyone in the world could be rooting for them and telling them that they're they're going to be better one day but if they don't want to do it themselves it's not going to happen and I feel like a big pet peeve of mine is feeling like I'm a personal therapist to every single friend that I have when I I know I do it to myself but it's more of I am someone who comes off like very very loud and easy to approach which I am those things but once you get to know me I'm a very reserved guarded person and it, it takes a lot for me to actually open up the real cat. And usually when I when I open it up a little bit, people like take advantage of it. So I run away and never I never let any of my friends make their own mistakes because I take personal offense to it for some reason and that's something that I'm working on. I think like I said, I see myself in these people, so when they mess up, like it's like I'm messing up and I take offense to it and I get upset which is not fair in a sense, but also makes me care for them more. So when, when they hurt me, I run away. And for a while, like I was very numb to losing, not losing friends, but walking away from a lot of relationships that didn't serve me anymore. But I saw it more as they hurt me. But if you see every single person in your life, who has hurt you as a bad person, you're going to live a very lonely life. And and for a while, I saw every single person, individual person who has hurt me and saw them as an evil spirit or an evil person that was out to get me and hurt me on purpose. When, in fact, maybe 75% of them weren't that. They were just, they just made a stupid fucking mistake and I saw it as, you hurt my feelings so you're a bad person. I you know, I didn't deserve to be treated that way, but at the same time, it doesn't make you a deep-rooted evil person. It doesn't make you someone who has bad motives. And for, like I said, for a while, I saw those people as bad people and people who are out to get me. So now I think everyone is out to get me because every relationship that I've ever had, someone has made a mistake that's hurt me. So now I think everyone is out to get me, which made me very numb and very empty and closed off. And in my mind, that's independence and freedom. When in fact, it's not. I've found in the past couple of months, I've let the real cat cat out unapologetically. I let my mood swings out and let people see who I really am and take it in as they want. And if they want to give back something to me and I could see the real them, we can coexist in the same place without fighting we can just accept who we are as people because I said this in the last episode as much as we want 
to perceive ourselves and show ourselves to other people that that we're good people and we can't make mistakes there's no one on this earth who is 100% a good person we've all fucked up we're still fucking up we're going to mess up in the future it's just about how we respond to those mistakes and how we move on and become better from them but no one in this world is 100% a perfect human being So that's what that episode was going to be about. That being numb and thinking that being alone is independence and freedom is not the truth. Um, so my pet peeve is basically not being hurt, but feeling like a personal therapist. And that kind of goes right into what I just said. Like that whole, that whole rant I just went into was that. Um, my third episode, it was going to be about my best friend, but I feel like that's kind of weird because I say all those things to her already. The episode was going to be called, She's Like the Moon. And I don't know, I see myself as the sun a lot of times. I'm very bright, out there, positive attitude about most things, but I feel like when it comes to my best friend, I, every time I see the moon, I, in my mind, it, like, I always say, like, oh, like, the moon looks like Aiden today. Oh, sorry, I just name dropped, sorry. <laughs> but I always say, like, out loud, if I'm with someone, or, or I just say it to myself, like, wow, the moon looks like her today. And I don't know, I feel like this episode was gonna be, like, a lot but I feel like as much as when I graduate high school, I think I'm going to be 100% still friends with her and still, like, I'll always be friends with her. But as much as I think it, you know, we're not going to grow apart, I feel like there's a part of me that's lying to myself because inevitably we all grow apart as people. Time always disconnects us at some point. And the whole episode was going to be, like, no matter how far apart I get from her, how far I travel in the world, if if I move to the other side of the world, like, she's always going to be there, like, watching over me, making sure that I'm safe and okay, or just, like, watching me, um, because she's like the moon, whatever, stupid and poetic, but that's how I see her, she's very complex and layered and I don't know you can take that as as it is um but that's what that episode was gonna be like um and then my fourth one was going to be I see you the way you want to be seen which is a that's like a lot to unpack but that episode was going to be basically not about an individual person but it could go for myself it can go about a lot of people who I fought with or we've hurt each other it's I see you the way you want to be seen is if you want to be seen as a bad person in my eyes I will see you that way if you want to play a villain in whatever story that you've made up 
or whatever story that you've justified and this goes for me as well like it's not I don't like I said like I can't see everyone in my life as an evil person but if if you want to if you want me to see you that way I'm going to see you that way the whole episode would would be about the way we show ourselves to other people if if I if I show myself as being cold-hearted and angry and closed off people are going to see me that way even like I get in my head I I got a little bit in my head before about banquet because I was telling everyone I don't want to go and I really really don't want to go people are like are you going to banquet I'm like no I wasn't going around telling everyone I'm not going to go but if someone asked me I would say no and they'd be like why 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 and I don't know I I feel like this weird part of me was like yeah I want them to know that I don't want to go because I'm too good for banquet (laughs) um and I'm being honest there like at the end of the day this sounds so self like conceited like conceited and fucked up but a big pet peeve of mine is people show themselves and present themselves a certain way and then blame you for seeing them that way it's like it's such a fucked up mind game because if someone presents themselves as like like I said like cold-hearted and like angry all the time and then they're actually like a really nice person you can't get mad at me for thinking that you were like a bitch or like mean because that's the way that you present yourself to everyone you can't make you can't make me think something else or think that I'm gonna think the opposite because that's the way that I don't know it's just like shit like that like I feel like I don't present myself as a mean person or cold-hearted person, but I just have a resting bitch face, and I'm, I'm usually, I have headphones on all the time, so I'm, I'm usually focused on something else rather than the way that people are looking at me, so when people are like, oh my god, Kat, I'm so intimidated by you, I was like, you don't have to be, like, if you, if you came up to me, I would be, like, totally inviting, but if what I mean by presenting yourself like the way you talk your body language I felt like I presented myself as someone who was like don't talk to me fuck you I don't want to talk to you don't get in my face but like and then and then when people actually got to know me like I'm just not that at all and I'd be like why would you think about me like that why like why would you think I'm mean I was like well because I was mean (laughs) and I was like super blunt when I didn't have to be I could have just been a good person instead of just like breaking everyone's chops whenever they talk to me so that was what going to be that episode like so pet peeve that was a big pet peeve of mine because I think myself is the biggest pet peeve of my life at times um and I don't know what I I think I wrote it down but the fifth one I don't know I think I was going to name it there's two sides to every coin that was going to be about like work ethic and the way the world's economy works but that's kind of fucking stupid (laughs) um how much time are we at i think i had like one question um guys go follow the brain food podcast it's brain food podcast underscore on instagram and i added the podcast to spotify if you're listening to spotify right now that's really awkward because i did announce it on my instagram which you should go follow i will leave the website in the link on this episode but everyone who's listening i truly truly why the fuck did I say that 
I really recommend um, listening to my podcast I and following the Instagram because this is something I really want to pursue. And I'm actually, like, being serious about this now. Like, this is something that I genuinely enjoy doing. I don't know. I feel pretty good today. Like, I feel like I'm always like, I don't have any friends. Like, I don't have no one to talk to except, like, my phone and my sister. And I don't know. I just feel like a podcast for me is, like, I can, like, sit down and talk, like, about the way that I feel with people listening but not physically being here and it helps me like build a foundation of like trust and being okay with myself um but yeah I think I have so many pet peeves I didn't even get into like some of the actual ones um a big pet peeve I'm gonna move my seat back warning uh like a really big pet peeve of mine is oh my god is people calling me lazy if they're if you if you want to push cat's buttons and like get inside of her head and like make her want to like strangle you call her lazy because sometimes like oh my god like at work sometimes like some of the people I work with they'll call me lazy and like I actually get like red in the face and like steam comes out of my ears like I get so pissed off and I think that's something that like stems from my childhood because growing up I have all like being completely serious right now maybe two of the most hardworking parents like people like two of the most hardworking people as parents that I've ever met in my entire life and I think I get my work ethic from my parents and that goes for everything like even when money's not involved, when it came to sports, if I wanted to get first place or win something when it came to sports, like, I would devote all my time to that. And I, maybe I didn't win all the time, but I was always reaching to win every time. And when it comes to work, work, sometimes when it comes to breaks, like, as of right now, I'm not working as much. But for the past year, I've been working maybe 35 to 60 hours a week with school involved, and I'm still maintaining a 3.9, 4.0 GPA right now. I think my work ethic comes from my mom and my dad, but my mom and dad are two separate working people. When it when it comes to my dad, my dad works hours and hours and hours, like, 60 hours a week sometimes and like he said when he was a kid he was working like 12 hour shifts like every single day and he loved it like he loved to work like and when it comes to my mom my mom when my mom is a she's an artist and she's a very hard working person and really really like intense hard worker and passionate about what she does my dad his passion comes more from like his like the way he's social in work my my mom's an artist so it's easy for her to get really 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 indulged in a project and work and work and work and then she'll take a break and you know take time for herself but when it comes to when you add those two things together like my parents work their asses off and my parents have worked for literally everything that they've they've they have in their life from the time that they were 14 15 16 not to say that my parents were unfortunate or anything but they weren't wealthy 
and I'm just grateful that I have the parents that I have and what they've gave to me, which is great worth ethic and not to toot my own horn, but when it comes to work, I, I work my ass off in every aspect of my life. I, I, I either when it, when it comes to work, like where we're making money at, at my, at the restaurant that I work at, I do my job the right way and I do it right. And I, and I do it the like right way every single time. And even when no one's watching, I do it the right way. And I, and I get respect from every boss that I've had because I'm such a hard worker and it feels good to be told that you're a hard worker. And the main thing I do is I'm always asking if anyone needs help. I'm always, and I never give myself credit like this. And it feels good to be saying this out loud because I feel like I'm pretty humble about the way that I work. I I always tell people I work a lot, but I'm never saying like, oh my God, I work so hard. I work so hard, but I do. And everyone around me and every person that I've worked with, whether that's art, waitressing, busing tables, whatever I'm doing, they always tell me how hard of a worker I am. So when someone calls me lazy, I take complete offense to it because it is so far and far stretched from the truth. It is the biggest fuck you that anyone could ever give me is telling me that I'm lazy. If I'm being lazy and I know it, which is like 0.1% of the time, maybe not even that, I take complete offense to it because I am maybe one of the least laziest people that you will ever meet in your life. I wake up, okay, maybe sometimes I'm late to class. That's because I'm exhausted from the day, from from my hard work. (laughs) But I wake up every morning. I have the same breakfast every morning. I meal prep. Pay for my own groceries at 17 years old. I was 16 years old. I pay for my groceries every single week. I go to fucking Whole Foods just to like toot my own fucking horn. I wake up. I have the same breakfast every single morning. I make it. I make it in time. I think the latest I've ever been to class was like four minutes and it's economics and I'm maintaining an A in the class, but always try to get on time. I got four minutes early today, have the same breakfast every morning. I go to school. I do my work. I'm maintaining a 3.9, 4.0 right now. So I'm working hard in school. I get home from school. I either go to the gym. So today, what did I do today? I had an off day today. I went shopping with my sister hung out with a friend that I haven't seen in God knows how long, probably a year. Caught up with her. It was great. Went to the gym at nine o'clock, came home, do my podcast. I'm going to upload this after, wash my face, do my nighttime routine, brush my teeth, do a face mask, do my acne routine, set a timer. I have, I, I just have so much shit. That's my day off. Tomorrow, um, wake up, breakfast, go to school, have work after school. Um, to, tomorrow, honestly, is probably going to be an eight-hour eight hour shift. It's from 3.30 to 10, probably 11 tomorrow. And then I have, I have school in the morning, whatever. Thursday morning, breakfast. Um, breakfast, have a math test in the morning that I've been fucking studying, going to, like, math tutors. Um math test and then I'm going to go to the gym after school take my sister to the gym after school make my own lunch, do the dishes, do the laundry change my sheets go to an art class figure drawing class, get home do everything I have a schedule and I'm very flexible with my schedule but 
I don't think people realize like I don't hang out with people because I'm constantly working on myself. I work on myself first, then I put time in for others. And I know that's people are that's like a super controversial topic, but I I'm constantly putting myself first, working on myself, caring about my whatever I'm working on that day, and then I can put time in for friends and and social and you know, social stuff. But today I don't have time for a, a banquet that I'm not going to remember. And I'm just a very busy person and I'm going to be like that until I die. I, I need to, I'm a kind of person who needs to be stimulated all the time. And, and if I'm not, not to say that something bad's going to happen, but I'll, I'll, I can't be bored. It's something I can't do. I, I, I the one thing I try to do is never take a break. Like, I hate taking breaks because I I don't know why. Why the fuck do I keep making it like, ah. Maybe it's the way I'm raised, but my parents always said, you got to be the first one there and the last one to leave. And I, I've, what the fuck? Why do I keep doing that? <laughs> I've been doing that for the past 12 years of my life, probably. And it's gotten me far. I've had my trips and bumps and dips with that. And a lot of that was from, you know, all the stuff that I've gone through in my past and some of the, you know, rocky stuff that I've gone through. But whenever I put my full time into that, into that saying, you got to be the first one there and the last one to leave. It's taken me far with whatever it is, sports, school, work, anything. I'm Every single day, I'm, okay, my boss tells me. Okay, you have a 4 to 10 o'clock shift. Usually, obviously goes after 10 because we close at 10 and then people leave. So I probably leave 11, 11, 30. That's if I'm busing or waitressing or whatever I'm doing. So she tells me to get there at 4. I'm going to get there at 4, 4.40, 4.45. Just to show her that I care and then I'm putting extra time in to show her that I care. And then when I leave, I am one of the last people to leave every single time. And most of the time, some of the girls that have worked there, they just want to get out of there and leave. And they half-ass their job. I always do my job right because it benefits every single person in the in the restaurant. I'm not, I'm not there to just get my job done and leave. I'm there to make connections and get respect from the person that's paying me. So maybe in the future, she gives me a higher up spot so I get paid more. And I can make more connections and then from there on. Life isn't about half-assing a job and life, whether you'd like to admit it or not, and maybe other people don't see it that way, but life is about hard work. That's all life is. And you just keep climbing the ladder and making new connections by working your ass off. So maybe this episode will be about work ethic because I don't know. I feel like this last tangent was mostly about that, but I have a very strong work ethic and I, I, I hate when people half ask something and they get paid the same amount or not even in money, but they get paid or given the same amount of respect or money that, that I'm getting paid for working my fucking ass off and putting all my time and indulging all my time into something and they get the same as, as me and it's frustrating and that goes for a lot of stuff in my life and 
it hurts right now, but it'll pay off in the future because I know I deserve the reward that's coming to me and all the good things that are coming towards me because I've been working so hard for the things that I, that I desire. So yeah, what time? I think we're at almost 40 minutes. Ah, sorry. That was really loud. 4012. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm going to come up with the title. Um, don't forget to follow Brain Food and hit the reminder button and like and subscribe, follow anything and the platform that you're listening on. Uh, I will see you guys next Tuesday and I appreciate everyone who's listening. I will see you guys next week. Bye.